What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I feel like once a day she channels that immigration attorney and thinks to herself, this is crazy American behavior. It's the one <laughs> and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? This is crazy American behavior. Well said, sir. Well said. It applies to each and every couple on this season. Oh, yeah. On every season. On every season. <laughs> it every- applies to you. What do I do that's so crazy? I feel like what I do that's crazy is not necessarily crazy American. Mm. It's just crazy, crazy John. <laughs> Back at it again. What, okay. what, do I, what do I do that's so crazy? Well, you're, you're the one putting ketchup on pasta. That's crazy Czech behavior. No, that's delicious. That's, that's absolutely absurd. Spaghetti ketchup sear. I mean, sear cheese. <laughs> sear Guys, cheese. we just got back from Europe. I can't speak English. We just got back from Europe. So if things are a little awry, if I'm speaking with a French, I don't know. I was about to do a French accent and I don't know what I'd like an Elvis accent. <laughs> uh, Elvis have, has left the building. John is here. John is back. Yeah, we did check and we did. France. 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 <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the viral video of Miss Universe or something. I yeah. forget what it is. Some pageant where people are like, Denmark, Egypt, bronze. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. And you have so to watch good. it. But yeah, uh, we did a, we did a Euro trip and it was amazing. We saw Therese's mom and we surprised mom. So thanks for not spoiling that yeah, surprise. Yeah, that was awesome. We did France and we did France. all the, all the <laughs> sights and sounds and... Flavors. We saw Mona Lisa. We saw the Mona Lisa. We said hello to, to Mona. And we saw the Eiffel Tower. We, we saw we, it all. Oh, we, we ate a lot. We sure did. You had to roll us out of France. Literally. But it was a great time. We are excited to be back. We didn't miss any 90, but we did miss a little maths. A, we, little, a little bit of we maths. We apologize. But we, yo, we'll go get your maths fixed this week. Don't you worry. Yes. All right. Let's not delay it. Well, let's delay it a little bit longer, actually. Real quick. A little, little quick housekeeping if we can. We're on Instagram, at Pod. so message us there. Check out the memes. We have a good time, at Pod on Instagram. Also having a real good time over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Reality. We are currently covering Darcy and Stacey. Woohoo! But so much good stuff is coming over there. We, we told you guys about it, but just a little quick reminder, we got Seeking Brother Husbands coming up, which is a real show. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> it's a real I show. I can't wait. We will be covering that on Patreon. And also, like the sisters, double the pleasure, double the fun, we will be covering Love in Paradise. You finally got it right. I, I needed a week off. I needed to clear my head and come back. Yeah. And I've got all my shows sorted. I know mm-hmm, now. This mm-hmm. is 90 Day Fiance. Yes. Later in the week, we'll be covering maths. And then in a couple of weeks, it'll be Seeking Brother Husbands. You forgot about the sisters. True. Currently covering Darcy and Stacey. And then later, we'll be covering Seeking Brother Husbands and Love in Paradise. Patreon.com slash Reality. Check it out. Get on it. It's a good time. Also, make sure you're following us wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's 
as hard as and I didn't prepare no, one. Someone's still on vacation. I forgot about it. Someone's still on vacation. I'm definitely still on vacation, but let me okay. quickly no, let okay. me quickly think. All right. Think Let's about. smash. I know smash the easiest it. one. I know uh, no, let me think. Let me think. Oh boy. Oh, I'm, I know, I know. As hard as Debbie's and Osama's hotel, that because was that was pretty hot. That was pretty. What happened at the hotel was not hot. Was not steamy at all. But the hotel itself. Very nice. Very hot. All right. So smash like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review and and you could do that if you could spare a few seconds, spare a few stars. We'd love when you guys leave reviews. And if it's a five star review, we'll read it on this podcast right here, right now. And I got one I want to read, Theresa. Let's do it. Short and sweet from our friend CCNS. Hello, CCNS. Five stars. Love it. Titled Slam Dunk. And look at the timing on this because we're going to talk about Gabe shooting some hoops. So Slam Dunk of the 90 Day Pods. This is one I enjoy every week. Mm. Keep up the good work. I love it. And I also just learned what a slam dunk is. So. Oh, I just taught you? Yeah. Look at me teaching you sports yeah. lingo. You yeah. know I don't watch sports. No, you don't. So slam dunk of a review, CCNS. Thank you. Short and sweet. We love it. We love it. So thank you for the five stars. Yes. Thank you. What a review to come back to from our vacation. Yes. I'm going to switch from my vacation mode. Come on. Guys, I'm back. Here she is. Look at her. She <laughs> even looks different. She looks more stressed out. All right. That's the housekeeping. How about... How about a little 90 day, by the way? You have any? Couple, well, look at you doing your homework. Because some people work, okay? Some people come back and they hit the ground running. Listen. You can judge if these Listen. Are, are worthy of, by the ways, but, you know, slim pickings over here in the 90 day world. Let's talk about number one. Are Veronica and Jamal still together? Yeah, I saw some, something circling you social saw? media. I saw something according to Yahoo. Yahoo! You remember those commercials? No. No. Um, you were in the Czech Republic back then, I think. According to Yahoo, they were spotted together in Mexico celebrating- you mean Yahoo, the website? Dot com. That still exists? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I used to think it was a fake website. Really? Yeah. When you were in the Czech Republic? No, here in the US. Oh. It just sounds fake. It sounds it's going to scam you. Yahoo? Yeah. Nah, maybe it's because I grew up with it, but there's other search engines that seem way creepier. I used Cessnam.cz. Say that again? Cessnam.cz. It's our Czech version of Google and we love it. <laughs> you still, wait, you still use it? Yeah, I read, I read my news on it. Oh. I always read the American news and the Czech news, and then I compare what people missed. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, well, according to Yahoo... And maybe they are going the way of more of a, not a scam, but um, tabloidy, because they are starting to report more on this type of thing. Mm. But yeah, the two of them, Veronica and Jamal, were spotted together in Mexico celebrating Jamal's mom, Kimberly's birthday. Nice. Look at that. If you're traveling, there's something going on. I think so. Also, there is an advisory for Mexico. You got that right. Because there have been a few very scary incidents and it was happening as I was telling John we should go to Mexico. So maybe we'll, we'll wait a little. We'll I was, go. I we'll was go. saying we should as well. And then we were telling my parents like, oh, maybe we can do a meetup, like a family meetup. My parents can go to Mexico. We can go to Mexico. And my dad was like, I'm not going to Mexico. I was like, what are you talking about? Mexico Mexico's good. Mexico's great. 
And then the travel advisor came out because of the kidnappings and the killings. And, and there are more kidnappings. Listen to your parents is, I guess, the moral of that story. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they can sort things out because Mexico's pretty. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows where my dad gets his news. Could be, well, uh, could I, got be the Yahoo. Same, I got the same news. Oh. So. Um, there's a little more to this news. Kenny and Armando, who are living in Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, made an appearance, apparently, for the birthday. So that's exciting. A little 90-day. 90 90 day world is small. A little 90-day fiesta, if Ooh, you will. Ooh, I like that. All right. That's, by the way, number one happy birthday to Gambali. Number two. It almost seems like an arrest record is a prerequisite for getting a 90-day fiancé now. Because we can add another 90-dayer to the list of cast members who have been arrested. Like prior to the show? Yeah. Oh, this one especially is... is much earlier in okay in who can i guess i want to guess i love guessing yes do you want three names or do you just want to pull a little give me a hint I'll give you a hint this season uh, this cast, season cast member from this season the one we're about to talk about right now and it's not the one and here's another hint it's not the one you're thinking how do you know who i'm thinking you're thinking chris no i was thinking gabe no okay is that your guess no <laughs> okay, no, okay. because you got it wrong. If you got it right, that would, would have been your guess. <laughs> right, let me let me do one more. Let me do one more. Okay. I'm thinking, thinking. Debbie. Ding ding ding. She's so nuts. I'm not surprised. Debbie, you got Debbie it right. More. You want to guess what she was arrested for? Probably. I would say. You won't guess it. I would say protesting. Some animal rights thing Interesting. while wearing fun outfit, Interesting. throwing color paint on people wearing something that she didn't like. No, but maybe that'll come out Pita? eventually. No, no. no. Um, Peta and hummus. No, uh, according to Starcasm, not Yahoo, but still very reputable, I think. She, <laughs> Sounds like she it. She was arrested in 2006. Okay. Not that juicy. Apparently, she was operating a business without a license. So she paid, I think, $221 in bond. She got out. But the best part, and probably the only reason I'm telling you about this, is there's a mugshot. She does have a mugshot. It's not that crazy. You you wished it was crazier. You wish she was wearing something yeah. a little wacky, but it's a classic mugshot. If you want to see it, Google Starcasm Debbie 90 Day Arrested. And, mm, I'll and Google it. it. I'll Google it. Look at Google. me guessing. Well, you got it wrong. Your first guess. I'm, I'm still waiting what's going to come out of Chris's skeleton closet. Her rare motorcycle. Ugh. Vroom, vroom. Something, something's there. Something's there. Something's definitely there. All right. That is a little 90 day, by the way. Should we get into the episode? Let's do it. The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 day fiance, the other way. Season four, episode seven. seven? Yeah. Before we start, let me ask you, you're drinking a new tea we got from my mom for our birthdays. How do you like your tea? Wow. Well, okay. This is... Really putting me on the spot here because I haven't yet taken a sip because Teresa told me it needs to steep for like ten minutes, and so well, we we didn't prepare it properly. Yes, you, you have to pour boiling water over it, okay, which we did not. I'm gonna do a live tasting. Yeah, on do the a podcast. live tasting. Do a live tasting. Let me do a sniff first. Okay. It smells. Hmm. Hold on. I'm gonna sniff mine too. 
It smells, so it's a black tea from the Czech Republic. It smells like a black tea, but it's also got like a different, an additional aroma. It's it's from the Czech Republic, but it's like teas of the world. My mm. mom learned how to shop online recently. Oh boy. Guys, we love our birthday gifts because she <laughs> found them all online. <laughs> I actually sent her links for the shirts we got, but not for the teas. She okay. found these on her own. Let me give it a taste, all right? Well, Therese is sipping hers. I'm liking mine. All right, let me let me give yours isn't a black tea. Is no, it? I have a green tea. Let me let me give it a taste. Very mild. Because it wasn't done properly. It's very mild. Because it wasn't done properly. Maybe we need to put a bigger scoop. Yeah. Well, this is boring, but we have we have those little you know what these are like? What? These are like the snails? Yeah. Guys, did you know? Did you, did you know we went to France? France. Teresa made. <laughs> Teresa forced me to eat snails. I didn't force you. I said you should experience it because we are in France. I would never say, "Hey, John, let's go to Michigan and eat snails." That wouldn't make any sense. No. But in France, you gotta eat snails and macaroons. No, merci. But so I did. So I so I tried a snail and I did not. I did the not. The photo like it. of John eating the snail is priceless. We can put that on the Patreon. Yeah. We'll put that on the Patreon. Um, yeah, but the, the tea leaf holder is very reminiscent of that snail. Oh, so. <laughs> Teresa usually does her research, except when it comes, I guess, to snail eating. I did. I, I honestly knew what to do. The issue was that out of my six big snails, I grabbed the shell where the snail was literally stuck Don't in it. Don't lie to our friends. I'm not going to lie. They, we ordered the snails. Yeah. Like pros. They didn't think twice about it. They didn't bat an eye. We were like six snails and, and make it fast. <laughs> And they put them down on our table, a little plate of snails and two tong-like objects and two small forks. Yeah. And Teresa and I looked at each other and said, what do we do now? And so- I figured it out right away. Because I, in the middle of the restaurant, I pulled up a YouTube video on how to eat (laughs) snails. It was a very cute restaurant. Everyone was looking at us and we figured it out. I knew it immediately. I just grabbed the wrong shell. Yeah. All right. Anyways, we digress. Why did we start talking about something before? Oh, the tea. You wanted to know? How yeah. A little mild. A little too mild for my, well, for my I, taste. I need to, we need to get a cattle. Okay. Let's talk about Isabel <laughs> and Gabe. And, and yes, Trace, they were playing basketball. All right. So Gabe is playing basketball with his friend Trey. A new friend that we, well, he's, I guess he's an older friend. He's known Trey for a year. They met a year ago. He's... A fellow English speaker. Well, Gabe said, oh, we've met a year ago, Trey. We've known each other for a long time. <laughs> Trey, <laughs> I need to know more about Trey. Because Trey's got a backstory, and it's one that has not come out just yet. I don't know if it'll ever come out. But bring Trey to the tell-all and tell us all about your background and why you escaped to Colombia, Trey. Because you're an interesting character. Very interesting. But yes, he's from Miami. He's a fe- fellow miami Yeah, they're both from Miami, so they had that instant connection. Not fellow to us, fellow to Gabe. And they're playing hoops. They met because they live in the same apartment building. Yeah, and and I've never felt closer to Gabe than when he basically admitted, well, I was just eavesdropping and I heard 
someone else speaking English. Yeah. Turns out it was Trey because you do that. I hate when people do it to us. I know. Like I could, in France. I could sense it at the airport yesterday, but I love a good eavesdrop. Well, not at the airport. We were eating my what is it? The um, not the not not a pancake, a crepe. Oh, oh. And there was a guy like sta- like hardcore staring at us, and he was from like a deep deep Texas. And then he started talking to us like, "You from America?" His wife went to the bathroom. Yeah. And he was like, "You from America?" And we were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I'm from the Czech Republic." He's like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm that? like, "Oh, bro. Oh, bro." Yeah. Oh, uh, he's like, "You live here?" <laughs> Yeah, it was a yeah. little aggressive. Very aggressive. That's why I like don't love eavesdropping. And, and here's the thing. I heard people speaking English every hour of the day. Yeah. If we were somewhere where I hadn't heard someone speak English for three days and I heard someone speak English, I'd be like, like oh my God. Like in the Czech God. Republic? Like, like in small town Czech Republic. Then I'd be like, wait, what? Are you from America? We're in France. I, I guarantee you 50% of the people there speak English, right? So the fact yeah. that he was... So, and I mean, tourists, not French who speak English, but the fact that he went out of his way to talk to us, I'm like, how long have you been here, man? You're going to hear a lot of English. Well, I think it's because France is really one of the countries that everything, 90% of things are in French. Yeah. Even like restaurants and everything, the menus, everything's in French. So I think hearing English is almost like um, you feel connected to home. Yeah. Because a lot of waiters and waitresses didn't speak English. I was actually surprised at the level of English speakers mm-hmm. or like their English. It's not good. Yeah. I'm not judging, yeah. but I we went to Amsterdam a year ago. Everyone spoke really well English. And Prague too. Yeah, yeah. but France, like Paris, wasn't yeah. there. This Back guy, to Colombia. This guy's just a pain, just a just to put a pin on it. Um he looks. He looks like he has a few American Eagle T-shirts. Oh, he definitely. And not the not the store American Eagle. I don't. I don't. No, think that, I think he he has a few T-shirts eagle. with the American flag too. Probably yeah. a hat. Yeah, and if that's your fashion sense, then you know you more power to you. But more power to you. Yes. <laughs> so back to let's go back to Colombia. Okay. Um. So they're they're shooting hoops. They're talking. Gabe says, "I'm gonna propose." Don't have a ring yet. It seemed, and we learn a little bit more, like Trey and Isabel don't get along that well. Yes. Trey it, almost was like talking Gabe out of this idea. Yes. And it, here's my thing. If you have a really good friend, you probably talk to them. I don't think Trey is that because Trey doesn't know that Gabe is transgender. Yeah. And I was thinking a lot about this. Do you have to tell everyone? And obviously you don't, right? It's up to you. But do you even tell any? Like why, if you are now who you are, why even come out and be like, oh, I used to be this person? 100%. The only reason why I'm thinking this is weird is because Gabe is very open about it. He documented everything on his social media. So it's not like he's hiding it. He's trying to be like, you know what? That's my past. Now I'm a man. This is who I am. I don't need to discuss anything, anything else. Right. He's very proud of it and he documented it. So that's why I'm kind of like, well, if you, if you're telling the, the world, why don't you tell your friend? I think he's telling the world now because it's a big part of his storyline on 90 day. But again, 
do you live in the past? How do you, at what point do you stop saying you are trans? And I don't have that answer. We don't have that answer. And I'm sure it's different for every person. But once you've made the transition 30 years into it, are you still telling people you meet, hey, I used to be a, a man or I don't, a girl? I don't know. I don't think so. so I, I know one person. Yeah. I've never met him in person. But my mom is a teacher or was a teacher. And there was a girl she was teaching in high school who immigrated to the United States and ha had a surgery, right? And has been a male for years. And yeah. I think my mom said just fully identifi identifies as a guy. Like there is never talks about a past. Just yeah. it's it's a man. That's who you are. But again, Gabe talks about it so much. He's so upfront about it that I was thinking it was weird that he didn't tell his friend. Yeah, and I'm with you. I don't think they're that good of friends. And also, how could you be? Gabe was living in Florida for so yeah. long. He probably, you know, how many times did he see Trey? Well, here's the thing. I think we all use social media. Obviously, guys, follow us in the Instagram. At Married Reality Pod. But we, following each other on social media is like the easiest. It's like you don't even like half of the people on my social media. It's like I know them. I know everyone. But... They're not even friends. They're people I've met before, right? Oh, I met someone who spoke Czech in New York. You want to connect on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. it, I don't give my phone number just to anyone. I really have to like have a reason. But my Facebook, I mean, YOLO, right? The reason why he was like, well, I didn't add you on social media for this reason. It's like, well, that's the easiest thing. Like that's that you don't have to be besties to be on social media. That's why I thought it was weird. But also, I think if you are, you are sharing so much on Instagram, well, maybe if it's your friend, you'd rather have a conversation first, have them find out through you than scrolling through your Instagram. Yeah, but you took a year. Again, I don't think they're that good of friends. They're not, but I think they're going to, or they're trying to be because now he moved to Colombia full time. Yeah. Not if Isabel has anything to say about it, but he does. Gabe eventually tells Trey. Hey, you don't know this, but I'm trans. And the way he said it was so nonchalant, so matter of fact, like shooting hoops, like, yo, I'm trans. Swoosh, nothing but net. And it was like, wait, what? What did you say? You were trans? And that's how I say that's how you do it with Isabel's parents. Just bring them out to the basketball court, shoot a couple yeah, hoops. Yeah, but Isabel's parents are not a young dude from Miami. They're religious older people from Colombia I'm kidding. who are not probably as open-minded as someone from Miami. I'm kidding. But the way Trey accepted it or responded yeah. was very accepting, although probably also a little shocked. Like he was very accepting, but also like, wow. Okay. Like he was putting the pieces in his head together too of like, all right, I thought I knew you as one way. Now I'm learning but you did, this is the thing, it's like, I don't want anyone, like, let's say if Gabe tells someone, I think he hopes that it's not going to change anyone's perspective of him. You know and what maybe, I'm saying? Like, and maybe right that's now, like, Trey thought, all right, like, he's a dude, he's always been a dude, and now all of a sudden, well, he hasn't always been a dude. And it's like, for me, I wouldn't even think about it, I'd be like, oh, that's cool, good for you, moving, for mo moving forward, but... It's, I think it's very personal how people react to it. Like how are you going to, it's the same, not the same thing, but let's say 
if you are with someone and they'll tell you, hey, I had this injury, I'm, I have to be very careful doing certain things, then you're going to be like, oh my gosh, right. is this person, should we do this? Should we do that? Is this person going to be okay? You start thinking about it. No, I think you want people to come to know about you or, or to see you and and get familiar with you just as you are before putting anything into their minds mm -hmm. that may alter their perception of you. Like if you were super wealthy, you don't lead with that because then that's, people are going to treat you differently. You just live your life, let people get to know you. And then you say, Oh, by the way, did you know? And then they've already gotten to know the real you. So I think maybe that is why Gabe doesn't maybe, share yeah. with it. He's like, Oh, get to know me first. And then you can learn about my past. Yeah, I would never tell anyone I was wealthy because people would, comment all everyone would want to be my friend i'm like Ugh, i don't like people yeah, that much yeah you want to know who your real friends are yeah, That's why, yeah. it's you well you got that right. all right <laughs> then we get to gabe and isabel's favorite restaurant where they're gonna have a meetup with friends with trey and with mateo who we met a few episodes earlier yes. here's a, here's why i think isabel doesn't like trey she she tells us later too but She's like, well, this is the restaurant that we had our first date at. This is our restaurant. And then Trey rolls in and says, well, this is our restaurant. This is where I used to hang out with Gabe. So <laughs> whose restaurant is well, it? But th I don't think that's the reason. She said that. He's a woman. He's a woman. And, he, and I do, once she said that, I'm like, I do see, like, he looks like he read that book, The Pickup Artist. Like, he wears some flair. He, he puts down women. He, he, you got to neg the women when you meet them. He does look like he's studied from mystery, the pickup artist. Teresa's not familiar with this. It was like mm -hmm. an MTV show way no. back, a great reality show. But yes, apparently there's a fight over whose restaurant this is. Mm -hmm. is. Is it Gabe and Trey's or is it Trey and Isabel's? And so when Gabe and Trey go, they try to keep it a secret. And to me, once I learned this, this was the first crack in the relationship where I go, oh, my God, I thought you guys were so good. I was rooting for you. I thought this was a real love story. And then I learned you have to lie about what restaurant you're going to. Well, but this is why. Okay. And it, it's stupid. Gabe says that he didn't tell Isabel because this is a popular restaurant. A lot of Americans come there, apparently. A lot of people speak English. So she is jealous that he might meet someone who he would be able to communicate better and leave her. Okay. So it all comes down to jealousy. That's why it's stupid. And it's not trust. Like, yes, but it's not like, oh, Gabe goes there to hook up with girls or he has in the past. Like, he just goes there, he hung out with Trey, met some Americans. I know, but you don't see that being an issue that she doesn't trust her man? Oh, absolutely. It should be an issue. So it is I, an issue. I'm starting to feel a less less positive about this relationship now that I realize there's such deep-seated trust issues and, and really for no reason. I'll, I'll tell you something. If their relationship was so good and so solid, they would not be a 90 Day Fiance. Uh, I disagree with you. I mean, people want the fame. People want the money. Remember um, Armando and Kenny. Kenny. We loved them, but we hated them on their <laughs> show because they were too normal. Sure. They were too normal of a couple, and their only struggle was the parents, the family. I'm and not it's saying kind I, of like similar. I'm not saying I don't want drama. I'm just saying good couples can go on 90 Day Fiance. 
you don't have to be a troubled couple to go on 90 Day Fiance. They're usually more entertaining, but still some boring couples get cast. Yeah, true. Actually, Armando and Kenny are one of the boring, normal couples who I actually like to see. They're good on pillow talk. And you stuff. need a little amouge bouche, a little True. palate cleanser. But if you think of the past couples, all the normal ones who actually were like, all right, married, boom. Most of them don't really participate on the happily ever after all these spinoffs. So they have their own spinoffs because they are solid. Right. I'm curious to see this couple. Let's see. Um, so Isabel thinks Trey is a bad influence. But if you want to talk about bad influences... Again, Mateo shows up, and I said it before, I'll say it again. If, if there's any bad influence at the table, it's the guy with the full face tattoo. You, uh, he has a vibe. He's I, got a I vibe, hope, but that vibe is a job that you will never need to remove or cover it up because that, that would take him forever. That vibe is going to expire when you hit a certain age. And if I was worried about someone being influenced by something, it would be that Gabe's going to show up with a face full of tattoos. I mean, not for me. Yellow. Not if for you're me. making undies, I think that's fine. That's true. Um, so there are some secretos. I learned a new Spanish wait, word. Wait, 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 John. Are you, are you telling me that I cannot put a tattoo on my face? You can Is do whatever you say. You can do whatever you want, but then I also have the right to leave you. <laughs> See <laughs> so how that works. So if I if I put a little a little seal on my cheek, yes, a little permanent seal that would seal the deal that we would no longer be <laughs> podcasting. Really? Absolutely. So if if I showed up with a seal on my face, you would leave me? Absolutely. What if it, it was seal and I had a John underneath? Huh? Like your name too? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> You're out of your mind. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys, before you start judging me. Um, and again, get a face tattoo if you want a face tattoo, but I'll probably judge you. So, okay, secretos. There was a big secreto, right? Trey learned a big secreto, and he's excited about this secreto. He learned that Gabe was trans. And that's not the only secreto. The secreto for Gabe was that he learned that Isabel's parents are very religious. Yeah. He didn't know that. He just thought like, well, and here's the thing, like that's poor communication. Also, if someone is religious, I would, I always assume that are relig- religious. For me, there is no a little religious. If you are, that's a good that point. means you are religious. Like that's you cannot a be a little. I don't buy that. If you're talking about it openly, you're probably pretty religious. Yes, I once pushed my mom into a corner because she grew up in a religious family. I'm like, are you religious? She's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe a little. I'm like, no, you're not a little. Are you or are you not? And then she goes like, well, I'm not. I don't I don't believe in that. I'm like, yeah. well, and that's how I grew up. I'm like, I know it about you. You just feel a little guilty because of my grandma. Yeah. Right? But yeah, if, if they are religious, it means they are religious, Gabe. Especially if you're hanging Jesus wall art. I think that's a pretty dead giveaway. Unless it's, yeah, I could, I've never seen a piece of religious wall art where I was like, I just like the art. You have. You have seen a lot of it in Versailles. Mm. You don't like those Jesus, Jesus-y paintings old school? I like them there, but if I were to bring it into my home, I would be aware that I'm making a religious statement. Yeah. I would never just hang it. I would never hang a, a picture of Jesus if, if I wasn't a, a true believer. I don't think. I'm with you. I'm with you. So obviously this causes some concern for Gabe. 
And the reason really is because, unfortunately, he's been getting a lot of hate online from trolls, classic, but also religious people. That's the, the biggest sect of people who are giving Gabe shit. Yeah, because they think he broke some sort of a rule. Yeah. And that causes him concern. But Isabel says, no matter what my dad says or does or feels, I want to be with you. So we'll be together. We'll see about that. Although she also said, in the past, my parents were right about my relationships. They said, hey, your relationships are shitty. And turns out they were shitty. So in one out of one side of her mouth, she's saying, I don't care what my parents say. On the other side of her mouth, she's saying, well, they've been right before. Maybe I should listen to them because they could be right again. Well, let's ask the parents. Let's oh visit them. Let's oh let's boy. go to see the parents, right? Uh-huh. So they arrived. Everyone's hugging, saying hello. They you're, met before, obviously. You're skipping the fact that they brought a turtle with them? Oh. The whole family hit the road, <laughs> including the family turtle. I dismissed the turtle. Don't dismiss the turtle. I did. Don't just, no, don't you dismiss. That turtle was there. Of course you bring a turtle. Of course. What are you going to do? I've had a turtle until she dried out. Teresa, we're not going to get into how many pets you've. I'm not. I'm just being honest. Often your time. Okay. They, they, get, they get to the parents and Gabe, he has his surprise and he says, once I tell once I tell Isabel, Isabel's parents and I get their blessing, I'm going to propose. Yes. I don't know if that's the best approach. What I, do you mean? That's a lot all at once. You're going to first tell them that you're trans and then, okay, no time to process. We're getting married. Well, I think it's it, it'll depend on the response. If the parents are like, Absolutely fucking not. Burning hell. I don't Whoa. think he's going to be like, <laughs> and I'm also, I'm going to ask your daughter to marry me. No, is if if he gets the blessing. Yeah, if he gets the blessing, then sure, more power to him. Okay. Love is love. Love right. is in the air. All right. I just thought love it was. Love is in the air. Okay, is that a song? <laughs> I just thought that was a lot, maybe all at once. But you're right. If they're accepting, then why not? Then it's just more good news after more good news. But I'm very curious because... They're talking about sleep arrangements because mm-hmm. no sex before marriage. And Gabe doesn't think it's a religious response. I disagree. I think Gabe's got his head in the sand a little bit when it comes to, oh, her parents aren't that religious. Oh, this whole sleeping separately isn't religious. I think Gabe has more than a head in the sand. He tattoos na- names of his girlfriends <laughs> on his body and then keeps, and then covers it up when it doesn't work out. Like No, no regrets. No regrets. The thing that I guess shocked me a little bit is how much Isabel's dad seems to love Gabe. Like when he went in, there was an embrace. There was a solid, solid embrace. And he tells the camera, Gabe's a good person. Unlike Isabel's past relationship, Gabe is a good person. So like there is a bond there. I was surprised. I thought, okay, yeah, they'd met each other once, maybe twice but there seems to be a real connection there. Yeah. And I would just think, okay, well, sure, you do or you don't tell someone this information on your own terms. But, like, there is such a good bond there. Why Why not? Why not share the news? Yeah. My dad also loves you. Yes. You guys have a bond through me. I had, Yeah, but I didn't have any big news to break, Tim. Did I? When? 
No, I'm saying I didn't have. Like they, Gabe and, and Isabel's dad have a bond, but he's got this news to break. Yeah, no, no big any. news. Um, so they sit down for dinner and they say grace. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just another, another piece of evidence that they are quite religious. Yep. Gabe. And he gets right into it. He says, I'm going to be living in Colombia now, full time, all in. The parents are happy. They're like, oh, this means the relationship is serious. The kids are happy. Kids are happy. And they ask, what are your intentions with Isabel Christine? Using her, her Christian name, which makes this even more. Well, wasn't it Gabe who asked what kind of values do you expect from a yes. man? Yes. And it's just someone who loves her and, and respects her. Also, let God lead the way. You got to let God lead the way. Let Jesus take the wheel. So let's see what Jesus is going to think about this. <laughs> I mean, well, I hope Jesus is okay with everything. It's 2023. 20, I mean, hello, Jesus. Hello, Jesus. Um, but we don't, we don't get to no breaking news this episode. Um, dad says Gabe might be the ideal person for Isabel. Mm-hmm. But then he tells Gabe, if God is not in our heart, we have nothing. So... Pretty religious here, Gabe. Yep. Good luck, Gabe. It's a pretty religious family, I would say. And I have only known them for seven and a half minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see how that's going to turn out. I I see the writing on the wall and I see the Jesus on the wall. Hello, Jesus. Are you ready to go to Taste of India? No, I'm not. (laughs) I think before we do, we should take a quick commercial break. Okay. We actually have a new sponsor we're super excited to tell you about. So let's take a break. We'll tell you about the sponsor and we'll be back in a minute. And we're back. We are back. All right. You were so excited to get to the Taste of India. Taste of India. Guys, have you ever had Indian food in the Czech Republic? (laughs) If you haven't, you don't know what you're missing. Guys, my parents always, well, past couple of years... They have been talking about this Indian restaurant that opened in a town near my parents' town. And they love going all the time, keep telling me what they eat there. And for some reason, I was a little judgmental because I'm like, I don't know any of this. And I'm I'm an adventurous eater. But I was like, well, what is this, a stew? What kind of a stew? I don't know. Well, we went. Well, first, my parents asked and John was like, sure, I'm down. So we went to this restaurant called Taste of India. Shout out. If you're ever in Hodin, Czech Republic. Or Hodonin. If you're ever in Hodonin. No, Hodonin. It's like Hodonin. If you're ever in Hodonin, Czech Republic, <laughs> make sure you stop by Taste of India. Taste of India. And get the chicken vindaloo. And tell them John sent you. You will, yeah, not, be, you will those, not be disappointed. That good bread, right? The naan. The naan. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. We, we were went, sweating. We were sweating. We went twice. <laughs> <laughs> we went twice to Taste of We fly to the Czech Republic to go to Taste of India twice. We went twice in one week. Um, so good. Anyways, Jen and Rishi. <laughs> yes. Speaking, speaking of India, right? Uh, monkeys and cows and house chores. Oh, my. Jen is just now realizing India is not like America. Yeah. She's like, I have two master degrees. What am I doing? Having to live with the joint family and and do all these house chores. I don't know if this is for me. And I 
get it. Like, I would not. Well, I would totally live with your parents. <laughs> yeah, we, that's the dream, actually. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening. I wish we had like a huge house that we can live with our parents. But, yeah. but this is not the case. This is not the case. And I'm judging Jen because, first of all, you've been to India. I'm sure she told you. Like, you, you knew all this. You've gotten a taste of India. Oh, she she sure has. More than a taste, yeah. Not the taste we have, but... <laughs> well, well, we had a great taste of India. She cannot stop thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot stop. Yes, but yeah, no, okay, sorry. I, I interrupted you. No, but she should have... If she didn't know, she should have researched. And I don't buy that she didn't know. She knew. She knew that she's supposed to live with a family after a wedding. Like, come on. Like, this is on her. Going there to realize that, like, you didn't realize it in Oklahoma? I think that's part of the issue. But the other part is, I'm the only one compromising. I'm doing all this for you, Rishi. What are you doing for me? And so, Rishi says, well, I'll give you everything I can. Okay, you are doing a lot. I'll give you everything I can. And so, Jen says, well, what if I don't want to live in a joint family? They should talk to Summit, Summit and Jenny. I mean, they're doing it somehow uh, through I don't all think, the no. obstacles. I don't think that's the poster children for for international relationships. I think for their case, they are because they've been fighting for so long. I think they're doing as well as they can. But I think they're doing well. The f- like, think about the relationship. We all judged them. We all thought this is scam. We all thought this is not going to work out. We all thought Jenny is going to go back to the U.S. after season one, not even in the middle of the season. Yet, they're still together. They still live in India. They live alone. So sadness still kicking, which is good. Like, yes. things are not that bad. They're not that bad, but if, if you're having family issues, the, the, the couple to look to for help is not Jenny and Samit. They have not figured out how to But they'll have the, the same issue. Rishi and Jen will face the same issue, and it's the age. And it's not... Here's the issue with the age, and I, I don't get it. I do get it. I wouldn't judge, but for their culture, they want Rishi to get married and have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Jen is 48. I don't think she wants to have kids at this point. She never talked about it. True. I may... Maybe she does, and if she does, that's definitely going to be more difficult than someone who is in their 20s or 30s. So that's going to be the obstacle. Once again, it's the age. Okay. Well, right now the obstacle is the the family house. She says she doesn't want to live in the family house. Rishi says, all right, you moved here for me. I can try to deal with the fact that we won't live with my family. Jen doesn't totally believe he's going to go through with it. He's worried, okay, well, you say that now, but if your parents push back, you're not going to go against what your parents say. And I kind of agree with Jen because I I feel like if he didn't care what his parents thought, he would have told them about Jen by now. If you really feel like, I'm my own man, I, I do what I want, I don't care what my parents say, I can go against them. You would have told them about Jen, but you're so worried about what your family says and thinks that you're keeping her a secret. Yes, because I don't get it. I'm very open with my parents. I never was prohibit. I've never, my parents never said, oh, you cannot do this or that. They were just like, well, you do you. 
So they would, my parents would never judge anything, any of my decision, unless I make crazy decisions that, but not like this, nothing to do with my life or who I married or no, my parents don't give a shit about that. As long as it's a good person like John and treats me well, right? Mm-hmm. These are traditional families. They have certain traditions they need to keep, like fighting the wife, the arranged marriage, having the kids, living in the family household, cleaning, cooking. Like it's hard to come clean to something, to a family or a tradition like this. Okay. I agree. And so now he, I guess, is trying to buy some time before he has to face the music because he says, let's wait till the summer, which is a few months away. Let's wait till the summer till I tell my parents. Well, that's also her visa. Well, I, think I know what she thought. But I think, isn't that even worse? We're going to wait until your visa runs out and then we'll tell my True. parents. Yeah, he should. But try to put yourself in his shoes. Let's say you're Jewish, right? No, let's say you are Jewish. Uh-huh. But if your family was very religious and they really wanted you to marry a Jewish girl and I'm not Jewish and I said, I don't want to convert. Mm-hmm. I think it would take you a while to tell your parents you want to marry me and I'm uh, not going to be Jewish. I think if you moved from your country to my country, I would tell my parents. I wouldn't have you moving. But I would tell them in a few yes, months. Yes, but then our kids wouldn't be Jewish. We don't have kids. No, but I'm saying like hypothetically, if your family is religious or have these traditions and you're trying yeah, to break them, n- they would not like it. None of that has any bearing on my timeline of telling my parents. If you were willing to sacrifice your life in another country and pack up and move for me, I would respect our relationship enough to at least tell my parents, hey, I'm dating this girl. She's not Jewish. If that was a big enough deal that I had to tell my parents, which I guess it is in Rishi's case, yeah, I wouldn't hide you for months and then eventually tell my parents so I've secretly like now I'm stacking so much on top yeah. of each oh by the way I've been hiding it by the way she's not Jewish but like it gets worse and worse and worse by the way we're moving out of the family house like I, like a band-aid right off just get the <laughs> get all the news out it's not even bad news I don't even want to say get the bad news out there just get just tell no people. I totally agree with you but I'm saying like that was a close-up example to what it could be like for you if your family was religious. I think it's a good example. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you how I would handle yeah, it. Yeah, and Rishi should, Rishi should tell them. Like, they're going to find out. And here's why I agree with you. Because they're going to find out either now or later. Why don't you just tell them now and deal with the consequences? Exactly. Now, the only the only defense I can give to Rishi is... Well, maybe he's not sure if he actually wants to be serious with Jen. Mm. He wants these few months to find out if there's something real. But if that's the case, I don't know. Don't don't make the poor woman uproot her life and move over there and settle down if you're not serious about her. I think he is. I think he's really into her more so than I thought he's going to be. But... Well, let's let's look at her immigration status because someone with her two master's degrees didn't do the research and not just about her family, but about the important freaking part, which are her immigration visa. So she's going to see a lawyer. Anil. Yes, Anil. Not that Anil. Like crazy American, am I right? No research. She didn't even read her visa. This is crazy American behavior. We've seen it before. We'll see it again, I'm sure. But yeah, she's going there to be like, hey, 
I heard I have to leave the country every 30 days. Well, where can I go that's close by that's going to reset the clock and I can come back? Just so you know, Jenny was doing that too. Yeah, no, I know. Um, but back to your point of, okay, here goes someone who didn't do the research. Honestly, why wouldn't you find this out before you go to India? Wouldn't you have a plan? If in your mind you thought, I got to leave every 30 days, wouldn't you have like an inkling of an idea? Oh, here's where I'm going to go. Here's what I'm going to do. The fact that she has to go to a lawyer when she has a few days left to be like, time's running out. Where can I go? Is there a train I can take to hide out for a few days and come back? That's crazy. Here's the thing. She applied for a visa that she didn't get and she didn't know about it. So she thought she applied for the multiple entry four months visa that you just need to kind of pop in and out, right? Mm -hmm. Pop out and in. And that's not the case. She got her single entry 30-day visa that she didn't know she got. How don't you know? I'll tell you as someone who did have a, a visa in the past and I have a green card, it has the expiration date on it. Yeah. And that's the important part. Well, you're, very, these, you're very good at that stuff. Well, I have to be. That's why I've been here for 12 plus years with, mm-hmm. without issues because I pay attention to these things. It's very important because here's the thing. The immigration is tricky and not just in the U.S., everywhere. Once you mess up, it's really hard to fix it. Oh, yeah. And, and that's why it's good that she's not trying to overstay her visa because that would make it harder to come back and yeah. if she ever wants to. But it also speaks a little bit to maybe the seriousness that she has when it comes to this relationship. If you're not that serious about it, if you're not that into the idea of moving to a new country, you're probably not going to do the research. If you really want it to happen, you want to make sure you can stay, you want to make sure you're in good standing, you're going to do the research, right? Yeah. So to me, it says maybe she's not all that in to the idea of moving to a new country. Yeah. Well, here's here's the news. If she wants to stay, she needs to get married within 15 to 20 days. Otherwise, back to America. They don't even suggest for her to leave and try to come back. Back to Oklahoma. I also thought it was kind of funny that the attorney was like, "Mm, 15 to 20. Like there's (laughs) no actual law or regulation of a a specific time. It's like "Eh, 15, 20 if you are on good behavior. I think there is. I think she should not be overstaying the visa. But I also think there is this wiggle time that if you do overstay your visa by a few days, but you marry, that no one's going to be like really punishing you for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Imagine she was one of these couples that sold everything got rid of her house and then mm-hmm. moved because like she didn't do the research. She's like, yeah, I'll be good. I can go for four months back and forth. We'll get married. Luckily she has family to return to, but yep. yeah. So the lawyer is basically like the best thing for you to do is to go home or marry or marry. Yeah. So new day, Jen has to break this news to Rishi. So they meet for some tea. Shout out to the chai guy. Totally eavesdropping mm-hmm. behind just staring at them like, what is going on? She says the meeting didn't go as planned. And she explains the single entry visa. Yes. And this is why I really thought that the issue is into her and wants to be with her because he was very upset. Like, he's like, I don't, I don't know how we're going to do this. Like, we, we can, we can try to make it work, but... Waiting so long again, it's going to be hard, which I understand. But he was upset. He wasn't just like, oh. Yeah. 
At first, he was just staring off into the distance. Yeah. And I was like, is he not even listening? Is he thinking, oh, did I condition my hair this morning? Like, at first, he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but then I think he understood the severity yeah. of the situation. And he started to cry. He got emotional. And, yeah, I think he is into it at some level. Yeah. But... She's, I mean, they're making out on the street like crazy people. So he's definitely into her and let's see what they figure it out. But my wild guess is that uh, she's going to be on the bus for six hours and back on the flat 20 hour <laughs> flight back to Oklahoma very soon. And the real issue and the real concern here for Jen is her leaving is going to open up the window for Rishi's family to find him a wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Let's see getting interesting all right no oh boy speaking of interest oh boy let's go to a girl debbie and usama debbie and morocco feeling good feeling young they're in the cab the way she keeps saying osama <laughs> she talks about him like he's not a person like he's an idea like, yeah, he's her muse and she's his. They're not, yes, they're not interacting as people. They're interacting as ideas. Like, I can't believe I'm sitting next to Osama. It's like he's right there. Just like you're speaking about him in third person. Like, I don't know. It's so weird to me. She's also not 20. So she probably has a little different slang or usage of words than maybe. But it's it. always, it's Osama. There he is. He's Osama. It's like, uh, it's a person. There are Talk people out there, unfortunately, who speak in third person. And I hate it. But I don't hate it when she does it because it's entertaining. Also, she's from Georgia. Why is she pointing on all the livestock? Like, you have livestock in Georgia. I've driven through Georgia multiple times. <laughs> and it's always like, hello, sir. Hello, hello sir. sir. Hello, hello sir. sir. So, Debbie wants to know... What are your expectations of me? And we learned very quickly the expectation is that she become half Moroccan. Yeah, like she's like, you can do my laundry, clean, not a drink at home. Well, yeah, no. The classic, all the classics. And Debbie, who's retired, just wanted to live her best artistic life. This is not what she what she expected. I mean, we can't do takeout sometimes and open a bottle of wine and a little Kendall Jackson, Osama. Takeout is not big in the Czech Republic or in Europe in general. I doubt that takeout is big in Morocco. Who knows? But Debbie was not thrilled to hear that she's going to have to cook and clean, and especially the fact that you can't drink at home. Apparently all news to Debbie, of course. Not not hitting up the Google or the Yahoo mm -hmm. to find out these answers. And now the fact that she's going to have to be half a Moroccan. The amount of time she's at half a Moroccan, she's not, on, she's not so sure about this relationship right now. Well, she's not the only one. Because they arrived to Riyadh, to this beautiful hotel. That I think it's Rabat. Is it? I think it's Rabat. I was thinking he said sing Riyadh. Okay, let's go with yours. He, like, knocks on, like, random doors. I don't even see any sign or anything. If you know, you know, Teresa. And Debbie's like, is this it? You ever been to a speakeasy? If you know, you know. Well, it was it. And it's gorgeous. Like, they, what is this? Like, do they have the whole house for themselves? There are different rooms, different quarters? I think it was just different bedrooms and there's a common area. Yeah. I don't know. 
I didn't look up this hotel, but it, it was Debbie's a cool loving it. Oh, Debbie's loving it. Romance, Osama. Um, she, yeah, they have two rooms. Debbie's okay with the two rooms, unlike Nicole. Debbie's down, probably because she's going to go pound wine in her room and she doesn't mm-hmm. want Osama to see her. But, yeah, they check in, get the rooms. Now it's time to shine. Okay, Teresa, the sun is set and, and Debbie's lion necklace is out. <laughs> I mean, you got to dress to impress. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't impressed with this statement piece of hers. I'm all for it. She's you. also she's also never looked more like Carol Baskin than with a big cat. I necklace. always say that. No, I, I kind of see it, but with a big cat around her neck. Good to- point. Good point. Total Carol Baskin. Osama, I'm a Carol Baskin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Um. <laughs> You know what it is? When they sit down for dinner, mm-hmm. they're role playing. That's what it is. How I said, like, oh, she speaks to him like it's mm-hmm. an idea. They're role playing this relationship. It's not real. They're like playing parts. And she's playing this part of whoever Debbie is. I think she's going off script, but she's playing her part. And Osama is playing his part. And it's just, and I'm not saying for the cameras. I'm saying they're role-playing in real life. I think that's who they are. But I think Debbie still is more grounded than we give her credit for. Because she's like, let's discuss a few things. Like, how long are we going to stay with your parents? Because I want to move to our apartment and drink wine and be inspired and live our best life. Right. I don't think we said that. The plan is to first be at Rabat yeah. for some time and then go to Osama's parents' house and, and live there and spend time with them. And yeah, so Debbie's like, well, how long are we going to be there? I don't want to impose on your mom and dad. I think we should find our own place. And Osama has very different plans. You're going to be half a Moroccan with my parents for a month or two. And then you go back to America. You what? want me to go back to the States, Osama? When, yeah. when do I come back? Because he, and I'm with him, he's not sure if they should marry before getting to know each other. Or, yes, or as I think, he doesn't want to get married at all. He wants to play the long game, and she's definitely providing for him somehow, some way, monetarily, gifts, trips, something. He wants to just ride this out as long as he can. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to get married, and... I mean, he makes a good point. He's like, we need to live with each other in reality. First of all, Debbie needs to find reality. And then <laughs> once she once she does, then they can live together in it. But we need to live with each other in reality. We've only known each other on social media, yeah. really. Debbie's like, I just wanted him to be upfront about this test drive. <laughs> Is that what you call it, Debbie? She feels, yeah, she feels like it's just a test drive. And... Okay, best case it is a test drive. Worst case, he's scamming her. Yeah, but he said he didn't tell her because he was worried that she would not come. Fair enough. And I think he's using her. And so he's keeping information from her, whatever he has to do to keep that that cash coming. I want to sprinkle a little cash. He's using her for something. She keeps saying she doesn't give him money, which I, I don't that. buy. I don't buy that at all. But there is something and we... We all are friends. We'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah. So she doesn't like what she hears. She says, I've spent enough time in your reality. 
You lied to me. And she gets up and she leaves. She's like, this is not my Osama. What happened to my Osama? That's what I'm saying. This whole, it's, it's a role play. It's an idea of a person. It's not a relationship. Yes, but I think Osama's trying to be real for once. Like saying, let's try to live together. Let's try if this is, this is it yeah. or not. I, I want to see, and I think because we saw previews, it's not like she's going home. I want to see Debbie with Osama's parents. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. But we'll get there when we get there. All right. Let's do it. Jamie and Chris. Chris? Chris is still in pain. Chris is in bad shape. She looks like me when I have a cold. This is this is bad. <laughs> this is bad, guys. She the shot the doctor gave her has not worked. Yeah, at all. because we learned from one of our friends who helped us understand this a little more that sh- these were not like hardcore drugs that she got. No, not like those that that you like. <laughs> that who likes Chris? Oh, um, yeah. Not that, the not the good painkillers. It's not working. She's writhing in pain. And it's not good timing because Jamie planned a friend's dinner for everyone to get together and hang out and me and mingle. But Chris is in too much pain to go. Here's my question. How often does she get like this? Because when she was in the U.S. doing all these little videos, like she was, she appeared to be fine. Like she talked about a a few issues, but I feel like she's been in pain since she landed. Well... There is something to the fact that she just spent however many hours on a plane. Oh, like three, but sure. And yeah, where did she go from? Alabama. Alabama to Columbia? Yeah, it's about like, I know it's like two hours from Miami, so maybe. Let's look this up. Flight time, because that's a good point. I was thinking it was like 10 hours. Like Montgomery to Bogota. Oh, Montgomery. That's a good one. Montgomery. Montgomery to go to Colombia. This is exciting for all of us together. Oh, well, because there's a connecting flight. Well, maybe it's eight and a half, eight and a half hours. No, okay. What's another big airport in Alabama? No, I mean that that could be. Uh, What's a big city in Alabama? Actually, I should know it. I know Alabama, Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, uh, Birmingham to Pagoda. That sounds like an album. Birmingham. Hold on, we got it. Here we go. Birmingham to Pagoda. 13 hours. No. Okay. What's the capital city of Alabama? Birmingham. I don't want to play this game. Regardless, (laughs) I I don't think the plane was helping. And also, I think her, probably her, her treatment was interrupted. Mobile. Mobile. Not Birmingham. Try mobile. I don't want to. Oh, okay. (laughs) But... She's not getting the same care, attention, meds, whatnot, plus the flight. So I don't, I don't think it's that suspicious, I guess, because when she's at home, she's got a routine. She can care for herself here, shaking things up a little bit. Yeah. So she's in pain, so she's skipping the dinner. But Jamie's going, which gave me pause, to say the least. The fact that she would leave her writhing in pain love to go have dinner with her friends. Well, I think Jamie needed to get out of there. But doesn't I don't that say a lot? Her. Doesn't that say a lot? Would I you leave Chris, me? Would you leave me? No, but you're not you're not Chris. Chris wanted her to go. That's why I feel like she wants to be alone. Like she's like she's like I can't go but you go. You should go. I believe she couldn't go for whatever reason. I don't think she wanted alone time. I 
Oh, she did. Because she's over Jamie or because she wants to be in pain by herself? Because she wants to go and pop some pills. No, I don't think she's got the drugs she needs. I think that's why she's in so much pain. Uh, you, you could go to the bathroom and take drugs in privacy. You don't need someone to go to a restaurant mm. so you could do it. I think Chris is in severe pain, doesn't want to go to dinner, and Jamie is over taking care of Chris for the day and a half that she was taking care of her for. She's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to have drinks with my friends. And so she does. And <laughs> what Jamie reminds me that Chris has had four car accidents. <laughs> Someone take away this woman's license. Wait, she did? <laughs> yeah. And I forgot that. And when Jamie goes to dinner with her friends, her friends are like, oh, where's, where's Chris? And Jamie's like, well, you know, Chris had four car accidents and she <laughs> needs surgery. And it's not funny, but no, it's not. You know, there is comedy in in repetition. And so the fact that she had four car accidents is Yeah. The guys are sad that they're not meeting Chris just yet, but they also think the whole rare motorcycle her going back to Alabama is a little, a little sketchy. It it's a little sketchy. And also, think about how much pain she's in now saying, oh, well, I was on this flight. Imagine that she now has to get back on a mm -hmm. flight this soon and fly back to the state. She's going to be in so much pain. Yeah. If that's the case. But yeah, so the friends are suspicious of Chris now and, and feel like, oh, well, is she running away like she ran away before? Maybe it's a sign. Maybe you guys aren't meant to be. And Jamie's like, well, it's definitely not a fairy tale. But I love her. Yeah, they need to talk about it again. They need to, like, sit down and chat once Chris is able to. Yeah, there hasn't been any real time for a connection between the two of them. It was going for a drug run, going for uh, a knife. And yeah. that's, that's <laughs> I mean, those are bonding activities, I guess, in some relationships. Yeah, not this one. But no, like, dinner date. We'll no see. walk on the beach. Well, she needs to snap out of her pain, so. Yeah, let's see. Hopefully she does. I mean, she really did look in pain. That All right, did not look one fun. more painful couple, Mahmoud yeah. and Nicole. This is like the Jesse and Jennifer fight on The Single Life. Do you remember that one? It was like one fight that lasted yeah. three. It lasted three episodes. <laughs> like Jesse was sitting on a swing yeah. set for three episodes on the beach. <laughs> and I'm like, how boring is this couple that they've had to extend this fight for half the season? Yeah. This is the same thing. Isn't it still Nicole's like first day? Yeah. And second, yeah. And it's this never ending fight. Yeah, they, they just keep arguing and arguing and Mahamud wants to stop fighting and Nicole's like, Well, but how? How? Because we have all these issues and I don't know if you realize that. Every single fight they've had so far, there is the mom in the background. It's because it's the same fight. <laughs> it's the same day. Yeah. We've, this is episode seven. I think they've been fighting in that room for five of these episodes. They zoomed in onto the mom a few times. I'm like, she's going to play a role. And she did. Well, I thought she was calling a friend like, girl, you got to hear this. <laughs> I thought she was totally calling the neighborhood to, well, to let him in, but no. It wasn't that, but it was a call from the uncle, the one who was there for Mahmoud growing up. That's what I understood. The fashion mogul. The, fa the fashion guy with a fashion factory, with a textile factory. Yeah. So They need to talk business. Yes. The uncle had set up this meeting. 
even though Nicole and Mahmoud are in a fight, Mahmoud doesn't want to be mean. So he says, we need to go. We need to, to speak with my uncle. He set aside time. We don't want to be rude. Suck it up and let's go. Yeah, so Nicole also says, yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful. Like, if it happened in America, I wouldn't, but this is different, <laughs> right? Yeah. I love when they get to Uncle Omar's place and Nicole in English is like, how are you doing today? And Mahmoud's like, you know Arabic. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, I do. Just such yeah. a, it's, everything is so awkward mm-hmm. with them. She's, uh, yeah, she's such a fish out of water. It's, it's yeah. somewhat hard to watch. So, Nicole is showing her designs to the uncle, right? And explaining the lack of fashion in Egypt. And uncle loves the idea. This was like uh, Egyptian Shark Tank. Yes. He, he was, she was pitching this. At first, he was like, what the fuck is this? He loves the idea. He loves the fashion because it. If you look at it, it is modest. It covers your body, but not entirely. It's missing something. Uh, yes. It's missing the headpiece. And uncle's like, where is it? Where is it? Why don't you wear it? Mm-hmm. And it opens up the fight again. Because Wait. Nicole does not want to wear it. She does not want to cover her hair. I think, and I could be wrong, but isn't it a little arrogant? I think that's the word. Isn't it a little arrogant for Nicole to think she can design clothing for a culture that, one, she doesn't understand, and two, doesn't accept or respect? I wouldn't say, I don't think arrogant is the word. I see what you're saying. I think it's okay because she she is trying to understand and trying to trying to respect she's it. Not, she's trying to rebel against it in a way. She's like, this no, your traditions aren't for me. Let me come to another country and create a line of fashion for your citizens. I think that's fine. I think that's that's okay. But if uncle said needs a hairpiece, headpiece, because that's part of the culture, and she says no, then it's like, well, now you're distress- yeah. disrespecting it. Yeah. So but, yeah, uncle says Mahmoud needs to teach her. Like he needs to make her understand the traditions. And Mahmoud is like, yeah, you know, I, I need to teach her how to pray. I need to explain her Islam better, right? Uh, and he kind of like blames himself. Meanwhile, Nicole doesn't even know if she likes it. She's like, I, I converted without even knowing, without learning anything about it, because that's what most freaking people do, dumb. What? And that they you just do things without research. Uh-oh. Well, I don't think, no, I don't think you're right about that. Yes, in the general scheme of things, I don't think most people who convert just convert. I think they no, research No, I'm not just talking about conversion. All these freaking people go somewhere thinking they're going for four months, having visa for one. Like, people don't research. I don't freaking get it. She, she converted. Like, I would never convert, first of all. And if I had to, for whatever reason... That would take me a long time to research, a long time to make sure I'm doing something that I understand and I know how to do, I know how to follow, I'm okay with all the rules. Like, Mm -hmm. I would not just convert. No, she changes religion like she's changing a hairstyle. Yeah, and now she's like, well, I don't think it's for me. 
It's like, well, of course it's not because you know shit about it. You don't respect it. You didn't learn. You just converted, like thinking like, well, it's like me dyeing my hair. If I don't like it, I'll dye it back. I mean, I don't mean to diminish the conversion, but if she converted in a different country, then if she comes back to California, she's Christian, right? There's no, she's whatever she wants. Exactly. There's no paperwork. I don't have any paperwork that says I'm Jewish. No, but... The fact that she converted tells Mahmoud and his family that she is into this. Like, this is what she wants to do. And she should respect and follow the culture. And now she's saying otherwise. Yeah. No, she doesn't respect it. She doesn't want to follow it. She's trying to go against it in a way. And she has to tell him that she's questioning the faith. Yeah. I'm questioning this couple. She's a moron. I'll I'll just say it. She's a moron. She should never marry him. She should have never converted to Islam without knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Now she's paying the con- consequences. Yeah. And maybe she did it because now she's like, well, I can do something that doesn't exist really. I can start a line of fashion that's more modest, that's going to have maybe I can spread it around in the Middle East where these rules are being followed. Yeah, it's a business Maybe, opportunity. Yeah, it is a business opportunity, but she still needs to follow their rules. And honestly, that. maybe it is, which is something I don't think either of us had thought of. I did. Before this episode? Mm-hmm. Because cause Mahmoud is in the fabric business. That's what I said on the previous episode. Did you even listen? I usually don't. But maybe... This is like some couples in all countries get together for business purposes. And it's like, yeah, this is more business than it is pleasure. This could very well be that. I don't think that's how it started. I think they met. He was mesmerized by her. She thought he was cute. But then they were like, all right, well, maybe this is what we can do. And I think that's why she came back. Yeah. Well, let's see. I'm, I think she might be going back to America. Very soon. Oh, yeah. Let's see. That's the episode. That's it. Pretty good episode. Yeah. Solid season so far. We watched it above the Atlantic Ocean. We sure did. We watched it on a plane. In the air. In true the other way fashion. Yep. On a plane. (laughs) Ten hours. And I was not in pain like Chris, but I I was not in four (laughs) car accidents. So... Knock it. Knock it. I'm very lucky. All right. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening. We hope you enjoyed watching the show. Follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Thanks again for leaving the reviews. Yeah. We uh, we appreciate all the reviews and especially yours, CCNS. Slam dunk. Thank you. Thank you. A review. And last but not least, if you're not following the podcast, listen. How easy it is to follow the podcast. You just look down. You smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review that John just mentioned. Ooh. Thank you again. Slam dunk review. I just learned what it is. Mm-hmm. Love it. Sure do. That's it. I've said it all. I think Teresa's still on vacation. <laughs> all right. We have said it all. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.